We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering from the coalface with Martin Creamer. Well, it's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from The Coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So Namibia, that's where we're starting. Their entry into the export of green hydrogen is expected to create around 200,000 jobs. This is absolutely incredibly important news that's coming through now. Namibia is going headlong into green hydrogen. Of course, they will be using our platinum for the electrolyzing. But the big thing is that the investment that they are attracting now through inviting proposals is going to create a huge number of jobs. And the first one that is being looked at now is 9 billion rands worth. And that one will create 200,000 jobs. Now, they're going to go out in January for another one. And the area that they've already allocated to putting in uh, solar panels and, and also wind energy is, is bigger than Joburg. So, so they've got the land and they're going to do it down at Luderitz, which also needs fresh water. So part of the process here, when you actually get the hydrogen and the oxygen out of the seawater, you're also processing the water in a way that you get excess free, fresh water. And that is going to be put into the town of Luderitz, which has always wanted as much water as it can get. So there are massive benefits here. And I've just been listening to the Japanese now come through on the green hydrogen, which they've been fighting for for so long. And they're saying this is a massive opportunity for the youth of the world at the moment, because they're talking about millions of jobs that are going to come through. And they say the youth have been waiting for so long for some break. And this is the big chance they've got green hydrogen. Mm. And uh, you were talking about our platinum, uh, South Africa currently benefiting from the very export, a strong export at this stage of platinum to China. Yes, uh, this export has just been boosted all of a sudden. And what it's being described as is above identified demand, but it's way above identified demand. It looks like the Chinese are trying to make sure their air is clean. And instead of uh, having a loading of three grams per, per ton on a truck, they're pushing that to the European level of 12 grams and more per ton. And this has suddenly had a surge of, of platinum demand. We know that the World Platinum Investment Council is projecting a surplus of platinum uh, for this year, next year. But with this suddenly coming on the scene, they're wondering whether they will actually, by the end of the year, not be in a situation where you know they'll find themselves with a constrained supply of platinum. That's how uh, the the Chinese are really buying up platinum at the moment, and it's also related, of course, to this hydrogen economy. Mm. And just finally, Martin, the uh, four thousand megawatt electricity that the mining industry is planning to generate will be a boost for Eskom. Please tell us. <laughs> You know, this is fantastic because Parliament has just been told that Eskom really needs uh, another 4,000 megawatts to 6,000 megawatts of additional capacity so that they will have what they call a reserve capacity that they got to keep doing in case uh, something closes or breaks down. They keep a reserve. and But the, the Minerals Council has just come through now saying that their members can offer them two-thirds of the 6,000 megawatts. And that means that the South African public do not have to pay a cent. The government doesn't have to pay anything. This is 6 billion, 60 billion rands worth of, of uh, renewable power that mining, in some cases, is already putting in, but it won't cost you know, the fiscus a cent 
and it will really assist uh, Eskim at the moment to do the maintenance it needs because it needs that reserve spin so that it can go in and do the maintenance. If you can give it an additional 4,000 megawatts to 6,000 megawatts, that enables them to do proper maintenance. And what the mines are talking about is within the hair's breadth of 4,000 megawatts. And they, you know, this is already applied for. So it's wonderful news and it supplements uh, Eskim. But another big speech was given last night by Sir Mick Davis. Well, we know Sir Mick Davis from these parts. He used to be the CFO of Eskim when I used to go in and interview him there. He spoke last night and he said, you know, this is a resolvable problem. It's not like other situations in South Africa where you need many generations. You can fix Eskim in 10 years. But he's saying what you've got to do is that you've got to fly people in. He says there's so many Eskim people around the world. He says, if you just helicopter them in for a period so that they can walk, work alongside existing people in the power stations now, they can transfer those skills to make sure that the price of producing this electricity drops. So we get to a situation where we're not charging an absolute fortune for the electricity anymore, and you get into a reasonably priced situation. But he said, the municipalities will have to pay for the electricity that they receive. And if they're not doing so, the government will have to negotiate something so that Eskom doesn't suffer from this because that really is a situation that's giving them a debt problem. He also said there'd have to be a lot of mines put together to try to lower Eskom's debt. But he says none of this you know, can't be done. And he's saying in 10 years, you know, Eskom could be performing very well again and giving us good electricity, everything we need. So there's a, some optimism around our energy future in South Africa. Martin Kremer, thank you so much. Martin is a publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday.